somebody else could be helping. If you know how to pick a certified expert in whistle your area, whistleblower, a whistleblower with that, with that experience, a firm,
uh, the fact that this is the sources that he wasn't asked in the UK. I think that was just kind of a weak statement on that. But it sounded like some sort of reading of that piece. Before, like, who did you think it was, Dan? Because it's accurate. Dan is accurate. He is actually a famous hairdresser from the late 80s, early 90s. Like, he's just not a mar- he does a martini cut. So, mm-hmm. of course, I heard from sources weeks ago that, of course, he would be in a dark place. That when Meghan moved to London, she actually was already friends with Amar because George and Harry had known each other for years. So, Amar kind of introduced her in a dark way. He actually went on the record a few weeks ago in an interview talking about Meghan's hair. He didn't confirm that, oh, yeah, I'm doing all that, doing it, but he said he was in talks to see Meghan for the wedding day and pretty much that apparently backfired. So you're right. Yeah. Oh, he fired. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Fired. You're fired. You can't do that. No. No, not in one event either. I mean, he got a good run of luck, though, for a martini. His hair looks gorgeous. The hair's gorgeous. It always does. Every day. He looks everything amazing. I had so much fun staring at her whenever she was on camera next to George. She was just this, like, so- a sophisticated, like, ray of light. Everything was gorgeous. Well, I love that hair. Love she's that. Been, she's been hair. I feel like George is getting so much more gray, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Like more hair that looks fresh. Silver, silver, silver and soft, like a feather to a white one. Mm-hmm. It really is. I never thought, like, maybe it could have been Luke Hirschafong because he's a London hairdresser who worked with Kate Beckham and, you know, has worked with, um, I believe he has styled Kate Middleton. Sort of looked into that, but that didn't really pan out. And then the name Michael Silva was in the mix, and Michael's a, an LA-based Hollywood hairstylist. He worked with Kim Kardashian, Eva Longoria, but he has worked with Megan before. Uh, and we totally thought like maybe it could be him or his brand Beckham might be in the running. When we were doing all this investigation, I did not in a million years think that the stylist Kim Beckham, the stylist was the stylist. So let's like now just jump back to. I mean, I think it must have been, I got up at 4.45 a.m. on Saturday. Our Boston stylist team was right in the way till 5 a.m. We had all, you know, everything, all all systems a go. Jen's on the ground. She's just literally on the ground for 12 hours. Literally. For 12 hours on the ground. Which is so morally crude, and I don't ever think that that's nice. No, it's not, but that's being filmed. That's a danger. I mean, you're in the middle of thousands and thousands of people. I have no cell phone service. So she, of course, pulled up to the place at 11.55 UK time. I can't, I, I, I don't have, we don't have any TV system. We were like, kind of audio on the street, but I couldn't see her. I have no service. I don't even know what she looked like until yeah. about 30 minutes into the, into the. I didn't know if it was happening. Like, if she started no the clue. show, she'd have no clue. And I'm reading our, you know, our freaking Slack channel. Yeah. And our, all the online team talking about, oh my God, y'all, she is so next. It's gorgeous. I can't even. Yeah, I can't get her the photo. So I was going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Very, 
Yeah, but that's the other thing too. Like so like you yeah. Know, that's too bad. Yay. Ever since Megan came off the screen, another can we start leading you her to this is funny, I should probably mention this now. But she would always push the envelope and she's kind of modernizing my modesty and she's putting a whole new like like twist to it and kind of a sexy more sexier Kate Middleton, so to speak. But I just always just kept pushing it a little bit more. I was expecting her to be cleavage. I didn't want any like sheer or any of that. But like she could have been a little bit different. I feel like she looked just like J Lo in the wedding dress. <laughs> You guys remember that when she went to the courthouse to marry that like Italian boyfriend at the end? And then she said that she was yeah, she's like J Lo. I, I feel like that's right. Yeah. <laughs> she looked very sort of Audrey Hepburn, very classic. <laughs> totally Red hair, mm. pink face and black hair. Exactly, a little like Hollywood just edge kind of view. But Megan, Megan could have. She could have stayed a little bit different. Why is that? She could have risked it. She could have pushed the envelope. It didn't fit that well. Yeah, it fit that vibe. Okay, great. Go up to the, the side of the carpet, go do the kiss. 
Yes, we served you nighttime, but no problem. It's like the previous fellow was it was in nighttime, and of course she wore Roland Moray the night before the wedding. Who is one of the closest, of course, she is. So yeah, and you could go into the bathroom with like a wet cloth, like walk over to it because it's not like you're eating breakfast in your mama's kitchen. It's something well to know. And how about that story of you threw everybody off by going to the airport with a burglary garment on? I knew that she was from Australia. I don't
about the fabric, everything about the sewing, everything about the process. Then it went into the veil. Then it went, you know, the veil with those flowers that were like represented every country, like in Canada. It was a huge, long list of those flowers for every single species. And, you know, I loved that. So I got really into reading all that. And then I glazed over. Then it was about the tiara and then the jewels and then the shoes. And then at the very, very bottom, hair and makeup. And it said the hair was done by Serge Beaumont and the makeup was done by makeup artist and fashion visionary of Danone. And I Not Rihanna. Yeah. In my apartment alone, in, in my pajamas basically, at 6.30 in the morning I was freaking out because both of these guys, Serge and Daniel, are, they represent the very, very best of the beauty industry. They are both such kind humans in addition to being just the most impeccably talented artists in the industry and it was so amazing to see that so you have to also remember i think everybody forgets i mean nike has pretty much been done with their hair and, and makeup from professionals that have to make it chris ball has worked with everybody he has so much experience so of course he's going to make the most perfect decision when it comes to hiring people to do their hair and makeup i mean yeah, that's what Patrick Sutton, that's what Sutton does it done by everybody and I feel like that's maybe why he's been a little bit more understated. Like, you couldn't see, like, a cut in his cheeks or where he had a lot to grab onto with long hair and going on because he's so used to seeing himself like that, that this, like, this elevated neutral that was there. <laughs> this, like, elevated neutral look. It's different. I didn't know what to say. This really gives me down. I'm down. Really? Daniel, Daniel is a consultant to Honest Beauty. That's the Honest company who creates a lot of products for Honest. He's also an ambassador for Dior Cosmetics, so he works a lot with Dior. But I know just from working myself with Daniel, he loves the brand Tatcha. He uses a lot of that skin care. He, he uses, um, you know, well, like all makeup artists do, he uses a multitude of brands. And I really do hope that he will find out as something exactly what that looks like is. Serge Beaumont has his own line of products. You know, Serge Touch My Hair. Full disclosure, you guys, Serge Touch My Hair. I'm about to tell you a really great story about Serge, but before I tell you that, like, as soon as I healed, once I, like, got myself together, I just posted on Instagram breaking beauty news, which, you know, the, the people responsible, the people behind Megan's beauty look were Daniel Martin and Serge Beaumont, and I swear to you, Lisa, that we broke that news. We broke that news. We were the first to report it. Everybody else cited us in their report, which is so much fun. I mean, we didn't even know, Jen, that we were the first that we were the first to, to get it out there. The whole world, I think, for me in general, felt very emotional. My father was angry. I lost my father over three years ago. Um, and here is the story. This is the first time that Serge cut my hair. I had an appointment with him for April 2nd. It was in the books for April 2nd, which is three years ago. It was the first time that he was cutting my hair. It takes, like, it, it has taken, like, the length and breadth of my career for me to be able to share an appointment with Serge Beaumont. Basically, my father passes away. God bless him. May his beautiful soul rest in heaven at the age of 94 um, on April 1st, three years ago. April 1st. It, it, in, his, in his bed, I was there in the appointment. I was, it was... It was wild, but, you know, it happened. And, and basically, like, that day, you know, the strangest things happen, like, during a client discovery. Like, I'm, you know, 
friends whose daughter is getting married the next weekend, I was supposed to be here, but they had another offer. So, like, yeah, we could pass on, but I'm, I'm, I'm still going to do Georgia Slope up for the wedding. Like, I, you know, I made these calls before I, you know, got other stuff in order. I, and I call Georgia's publicist to say, like, listen, my father passed away. I'm going to keep the appointment. I need good hair for the service. But just so you know, like, I may not really show up here tomorrow. I may cancel last night. I just need to know. Anyway, the next day, I went to the funeral home. I have to do all those arrangements that you have to do, you know, which is crazy if you've ever gone through that. And that afternoon, I got myself to Chris Haymoff to get my hair cut. And he is the kindest, gentlest, most beautiful soul. He was so... He was just such a calming, kind influence on me that day, and I, I will never forget the love that he showed me. Oh, my gosh, Pat, if you're staring up there, I saw you stare <laughs> before I'm telling people, but I'm staring up. But he is just such a special person, and I, I understand so deeply and so personally the kind of energy he gave Meghan Markle on her wedding day. And Daniel is exactly the same thing. Calming, kind, authentic, loving, beautiful energy. And I'm so happy that I got to be there and have that experience. And I'm so happy that you had that experience, too, that you're not here. It's great. But oh, I know. I was just so happy. You can't even imagine how happy I was for this moment to know that these people, you know, it was just amazing, too, for anyone to have the honor to style someone so with such a historical moment, it's a billion to the eyes. Like, what's the count of how many people around the world watch the wedding and say, "Is that your son?" Or is it not yours? Like, yeah, zero. So it, you know, it really something. And then to have it be these truly special artists, and and you know, that's why it's like, and I'm so happy for him because clearly, you know, he's he's still famous for the Hollywood scene and Hollywood. And the hair scene. But now, you know, on the international scene, and you know, he's a household name. And I'm happy that he, you know, his son is out in the church too. So he's a good person. And he's a good person. I really have to think about it. All right, before we leave these guys, let's just talk about who was best dressed at the wedding. Because again, you can't be best dressed before the wedding day. There we go. I loved Mark Anthony. Yes, your hair. Very oh, but that's another one. She looked perfection. That golden brown dress. Was that Luann Luann? What was it? No, it was um, Prada. Prada. No, that was custom made Prada. Oh, from Prada. From Prada. I love it. I used to come back I think it was perfectly coordinated. They were just physical perfection. My God, you have such high vision. I you do. Can. I do. Maybe I thought I you were answer that too. Uh, she wore major to Kate and William because also like remember she was so pregnant at that time. But she yeah. wore major again to uh, to this one, which is kind of surprising. I thought she'd change it up a little bit, but I think she looked classic, elegant, and she she actually smiled a couple times during the wedding, which <laughs> which surprised me. She brought her active smile. It might have been funny. Oprah, I thought Oprah mm-hmm. was um, I amazing. Thought so too. You know who was third? Yeah, Sadie. Awesome. That 
Council of Apartheid Africa. So they they were speeding up down Tasmania, yeah. and the dress was like a cream color, a cool or something like that. But when she put it on, it felt like it was too white. This is the day before, and that day is like day before. before. I don't know. So she they remade her the dress in that dress they wear, which I thought was it was like so wild. But in her body, so powerful. And her body looked amazing. And I heard that was yeah. something that was in her closet. Really? From years ago. Yeah. 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 I read that. Did everyone have a hat like that? Because I certainly didn't. I just had a hat like that lying in my but closet. But also, I don't have the Oprah size closet. But Nick, I don't know if <laughs> you have that hat. That is your favorite. Mine are my New York City thing. I have it in a closet, <laughs> but I do not have the hat. But I bet <laughs> Oprah would say, Oprah would and say, you get the hat. And you yeah. get a hat. And my husband would say, Imagine, no. my best friend, she has the same. <laughs> I love green. Like I love it so much. Around green and with like purple little flowers and leaves. That would be so